0: Hello. Welcome to another week of Libby's Corner. You're kind of getting all these episodes because, you know, why not? First off. Second off, um, this is gonna drop uh before MLK uh day of observance here. Uh and so yeah, happy MLK Day. Um there's I think it's interesting there's a lot of organizations that are actually doing like activities and, and things like that. Um it is Frigid here, okay. Frigid. Um, I think it feels like negative eight thousand outside, okay. Um, I'm like, no, no. Um. So yeah, it's definitely cold. So I will partake in virtual activities because they have those going on. Um, <laughs> So, but yay! So this week we're going to talk about um, the bombshell merger that just happened between um, Tom Cruise and Warner Brothers. I'm really excited about that segment. And then I also want to um, throw a movie review in there, something I wouldn't have seen um, over the holiday break. Um, And that is uh, The Iron Claw. It was really interesting uh, movie and I'll uh, get into that a little bit. And then I know everybody's like, oh my God, where's her top 10? It's coming, it's coming. Uh, (laughs) It's coming. I haven't seen everything yet, you know? And I have to, you know, I have to get that under control. Uh, there's a few movies that I want to see uh, before, uh, you know, before I, I really finalize the list. Um, it's almost there, though. So, it's almost um, it's almost there. But, yeah, I had to, you know, give you a quick update about that in the intro. Because, you know, people be, they be waiting, so. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's the intro. Let's go ahead and uh, let's get into this. back. So it it was an interesting week. Um, so <laughs> let's talk about um, this Tom Cruise uh, Warner Brothers uh, merger because um, that's what I'm calling it. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, that's what I'm calling it. I think it's interesting from the, from the reports from Variety and The Hollywood Reporter is that people were under the assumption, people like you and me, okay? There's a little, there was an assumption that um, Tom Cruise was strictly attached to Paramount. Um, that was not the case, okay? So that let's open it up with that. That was not the case. Um, he is pretty much an independent contractor, uh, which... Technically, I mean, after, well, during and after COVID, everybody knows what NIC is now because so many of us had to work that type of position. Um, so, yeah, um, he he's an independent contractor. He has his own production company. He does his own thing. Um, he just had landed at Paramount because, hey, you know, if they just gonna write you a blank check and you get to do whatever you want, well, then they gonna do that. Um, (laughs) But there were limitations put on him. There were restrictions. And Tom is, he really is top gun dude, okay? He really is. You know, you can't tie him down um, too long. He's so adventurous, and he wants to push the boundaries of film. Um, this is this harkens back to old time Hollywood okay so how a lot of you know the production houses like Warner and Sony and how they used to do things Columbia, MGM um, they would sign publicly sign okay let's put the publicly out there they would sign a name And that name would, you know, that person would create content and all the things, right? So that's what's happened here. Uh, Warner has tapped back into the golden age um, of Hollywood with this. And um, I think it's interesting. I really did. I was like, I mean, they didn't discuss numbers. I thought that was interesting, too. Um, Paramount... (laughs) This is why the talk of Paramount merging with Warner Brothers, I feel that, and I can't find any concrete evidence, but my hunch is that's why that talk was there. Um, Because of how tied to Paramount Tom Cruise is. Um, some speculation on as to why he, he went this route. Um it's because there's a few things floating around out there. Um how how Dead Reckoning part one was received. It wasn't received well. Like we we didn't I don't know what happened. I went and saw it. Um yeah I went and saw it, <laughs> like at the theater. Um, so yeah, I I enjoyed it. I, I, you know, you know, I enjoyed it. It was, you know, it had it had some stuff going on. Um, and I will to leave it at that. Um, it's it's just interesting because that wasn't received well. And you're coming, you know, Tom's coming off of this huge, massive. Successful Top Gun sequel, you know, Top Gun Maverick made over a billion dollars. You know, like it reignited our love for the theater. And then to have, you know, the next film come, you know, being uh, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One, and it just didn't do well, it didn't perform well. And um, it was. It was just interesting, you know, and, and there was some quiet, you know, after that. And then, kaboom, he's with Warner Brothers. And so I feel that, you know, he's definitely looking into, you know, securing his future, um, that he is, you know, just like, hey, yo, this didn't work. Like, let me go somewhere where it could work. Um, another thing I had heard about was the sequel to Age of Tomorrow, um, that, I guess it was a a bomb, but it made its money back, um, plus some at the box office when it, when it came out, but after the fact, like, this movie is so popular, like, so popular. So many people have watched it. And there's so much talk about it. And they're like, well, maybe we'll do a sequel. And when they dropped that news, like, in 2022, people went nuts. Like, they was like, yes, I want to see that. I want to see that. So I was like, wait, wait. So that's something um, that the people involved in this are potentially talking about. That's all I can say. I always say like potentially. You know what I mean? I ain't trying to sit there and be like, yeah, this is bad. You gotta throw in them words. (laughs) A potential situation. (laughs) The assumption. (laughs) You can't do that. (laughs) So let me it back let me pull it back so yeah so edge of tomorrow a sequel maybe Mm -hmm. and then I guess (sighs) Paramount was trying to bolster you know their streaming service with uh dead reckoning and so they made him do like all these little shorts and like um these little this little like short film of going behind the scenes, which you know, I, again, speculation. It's all speculation because guess why? Okay. When you are (laughs) as successful as he is and then (laughs) you take a, you take Warner, okay, who let's be very, 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 very honest. Even with COVID, Okay, they were still theater releasing. They were still theater releasing. Remember Godzilla and King Kong? Yes. Tenet, even though it you know it wasn't like a massive hit, they still was releasing into the theaters, honey. Okay, they was not playing that. They was like, look, not all of the movies went there, but a lot of their movies did go to theater. And so, let's bring it back to. Tom and this massive hit, Top Gun Maverick, rejuvenized the theater and our love for theater. Of course they're gonna align. Of course. What they working on, we have no idea. None. Because when you are rich and fabulous and successful, you don't tell nobody nothing. And that's that yeah. that's why i love it so much because we don't know we're just out here talking okay variety was like oh my god this is who was in the meeting all right cool all right what else you know, not like nobody knows nobody knows and then like i was <laughs> i was talking to somebody about it and they were like yeah he wants to make a movie in space like not blue screen, green screen, black screen, red screen, white screen, space, space <laughs> and <I'm> like, what? <laughs> Listen, if it's real, <laughs> I'm here for it, but I I don't I don't. <laughs> I said you know what I would, I would not put it past this guy. I would not put it past this guy. He always does some out of this world stuff, so why not make a movie in space? Space, space, space. Like, I mean, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like, I just, I can't. I just was like, oh my God, this is this is too much. So people out here in these streets talking about a baby, okay, that's how big this is. Like, normal folks is like, oh my God, what? Like, it's hilarious and this stuff people is making up or just not even making up that they're just talking about because like what like that it's bonkers it's so cool but it's crazy and then it's like cool again and they're just like but it, like there's so many questions and like the trend meter was all over this thing and i'm just like Get the okay i'm here for it i can't wait to see whatever happens um it's just, it is what it is. Like, it just, <laughs> it just is what it is. Shallow, I'm telling you. Oh my god. Uh, over the Christmas, um, Christmas break, I, wish I was something. So very very thankful for. Oh, I you know the organization that I work for. Um, we were able to like take off a nice chunk of time. I, I slept in a lot. I partied somewhat, not really. Um, I am such a chill person that whatever. Um, I made Rice Krispies so over the holiday break. Um, I was able to catch some films, um, at the cinema, and one of those was The Iron Club. Um, I enjoyed it. It was just really sad. So my hot take <clears throat> is that it was just really, really sad, Okay so I, now when i saw the um this is a film about the von Erichs, who they are a uh family a dynasty um with within the um wrestling community so pro wrestling community um this is it takes place like in the 70s so you know this is papa von eric uh, raising these children um, into these men um, who pro-wrestle. The thing about the Von Ericks and this is why they're so so massive and so important is that they had their own thing. They like they had their own auditorium their own cable channel like their own everything down in Texas and I I just was like okay you know and it was just very interesting and fascinating to learn about that you know especially um the format they used to promote and things like that. It was just so good, right? Learning about that. Um, It was also interesting just to see the family dynamic within the film. So let's go on into, you know, the pluses of the film. The pluses of the film is the acting. Um, I've always been a fan of Zac Efron. Outside of a High School Musical, because that's, you know, it's just High School Musical is its own thing. And um seeing him in Hairspray and, like, how he did the press junket for that and, like, navigated that was very interesting. Um So, I think he's a good actor. I think people... Tend to be like, oh, he's just fine, he's real fine, and then they, you know, they kind of box him in that and leave it, leave him at that. And he, he's actually a really good actor. Um, This is the best role I've seen him in. Um, It's really sad. He plays the um, second oldest uh, of of the Von Ericks, and he shoulders so much responsibility, right? For being that character or that person, that individual. And then it's like it is a train wreck. Okay? The film opens up with some promising stuff. You know, people chasing that American dream and all that. But then It's just tragedy after tragedy. It's like a Greek tragedy, right? That's how the filmmakers went about this. It was so good. It was such a good movie. Like, the writing was spot on. Like I said earlier, the acting was amazing. I, uh, Mira Tierney just oh my goodness girl like it's just lily james was off up in there you know doing her thing it was just beautiful and then this is you know and oh my god the cinematography and the music and like the wardrobe the wigs like oh my god i could go on for days about those things right but then we get into my only issue, and I—if you know me—I am a pacing nut. I'm like, okay, this is dragging on, and this is dragging on. and This is mm, why is this thing so long? Like, I will do that. You know, I'm like, keep not keep it snappy, especially in, in something like that. Especially the the context of the film. You do in a film like this, you have to let it breathe. The thing with this is like. We was let it breathe, we was let it take a nap, we was let it take a deep sleep, get back up, Uh, get a snack, go back, no. So it was a good 20, 25 minutes too long. Um. Yeah, it was, it was just too long. It was just too long and it was just too long. I wish, um, you know, that wasn't an issue because the film is pretty, pretty spot on. Um, now, how many snaps would I give it? Um, definitely, this is a 4.2 out of 5 snaps. It's a really good movie. Um, it's it's like a Sunday movie. Mm-hmm. Now, you may just want to have all your laundry there and be folding and watching. You don't want to leave and come back. No, even though there's, like I said, those pacing issues, you still want to watch the film. You still want to know, like what the tea is oh my goodness <laughs> I have to talk about Ric Flair who makes a um he was one of the characters in the film nature boy Ric Flair right oh my god he was so scandalous and just seeing this guy like seeing that character you know come to life and be all up in the mix, being all oh, hothead, all this junk talking, and oh my gosh, it was so good. It was so good. Like, I just had a smile on my face, but then I felt bad for having a smile on my face. Because, you know, like I said, the context of the film. I'm like, look at me, this is so not a comedy. So, yeah, 4.2 definitely. It is definitely worth a watch. It's starting to catch on. Um, is starting to do well at the box office. So, I'm really glad for that. I love small films that do that. So, yeah, congratulations. (laughs) So, we gonna head out into this frigid week. Uh, (laughs) It's so um and you know if you got a time, you know, got a chance, got an opportunity to see The Iron Claw, I definitely would recommend it. Like I think it was just fabulous. It was fabulous. It was a fabulous movie. Um and then, you know, Mr. <sighs> Mr. Cruz, you know, out here doing his thing. I just and, and Warner listen, everybody involved is You know, you can tell they're excited. So, it's just interesting. Yeah, just a short episode. Um, I'm kind of saving up to, you know, give them two barrels of Livvy's top 10 of 2023. I can't believe we are in 2024. I thought we'd have like flying cars and you know, so Jetsons. That's what I seriously did. I seriously did. I was like, don't be like Jetsons in the future. And I'm like, girl, that future is like future. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I hope you have a great week. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.